comedy legend Frank Skinner is back on stage with his first stand-up show in four years. I think a man of my age saying my girlfriend is sort of on a level with a man of my age saying my skateboard. Live in London this June at the Edinburgh Festival in August and touring across the country this autumn. It's what I would call an Elton John joke. It's a little bit funny. Book tickets now at frankskinnerlive.com. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show. Um, it gives it an interactive um, feel. Mm-hmm. At 12.15, <laughs> follow the show on Twitter and, um, can I say Instagram, at Frank on the radio, or email ooh, da, 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 the show <laughs> via the Absolute Radio <laughs> website. It's all there. Yeah. When I see, uh, when I hear the word email, I imagine that sort of... Uh, oh, Hovis advert with a kid pushing the bike. It's been revived now. Emails now the, the old school yeah. communication. Yeah. It does feel Mom old school. used to send email. <laughs> that was a good impression of Alan. Yeah, yeah. no. Two peas in a pod. Was he in it? I, don't, I, don't I can been. imagine Alan in that Hovis ad. Aren't you? Um, oh, yeah. God. With a flat cap. To be honest, my, my hit rate on auditioning probably means no, I can't imagine myself. <laughs> oh, <getting>. Alan, <laughs> you've started on a, on a downer. Soft deprecating note. Even yeah, like ruling me. yourself out for mythical childhood yes, acting exactly. jobs. <laughs> can, I, um, um, can I begin yeah. by saying begin. that... Um, Remember that? This, uh, I do. Mm. It, um, it was, uh, I think the last hit with it was Julio Iglesias, was it? Very good. Now we begin. I never found out what Maybe. it means. When we begin the beginning, I assume. No, it's be- no, no, the I- second <laughs> begin. It's B-E-G-U-I-N-E. So the begin oh. must be some sort of thing that people have to commence. I don't even Someone want to know what it is. Well, yeah, what is the begin that um, Julio Iglesias <laughs> was about to begin? Oh, I bet it'll be something sleazy. Didn't he get? Um, didn't he have an emergency landing on Concord, Julio Iglesias? Did he? I think so. Yeah. Can't anything Good to do with Concord? Good knowledge, if proven true. Can I just say anything to do with Concord is so fabulously seventies, <laughs> isn't it? I I flew Concord. <laughs> of course you did. But that was that was nineties, I think. Yeah. Those were the days, so. Brilliant. London to New York, three and a half hours. Great. Very seventies route. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Be handy now, though, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, well, that was the famous thing. David Frost had two chat shows, one in New York and one here, and he used to fly between. He used to double up. Like Len Goodman when he did, when he was the judge on Buzz. <laughs> yes, Len Goodman did that. <laughs> did he? Len Goodman, though, is made of steel. Yeah. yeah. That, that is my opinion. 321 has texted Good morning, all. I'm an Aquarius. Good morning. I'm an Aquarius. That's what he's... Or just, she has just I mean, decided... I shut-up lines go. I've had better. Volunteer. I'm an Aquarius as well. Me too. Are you? You're yeah. not. I will shut up. Peas in a pod. Aren't we supposed to me, be... You yeah. This feels like the dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me, me and you in three, two, one. It's lovely, isn't it? That's got to be a line from sci-fi movies somewhere. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, what happened. I, I started my... Um, my my stand-up extravaganza began this oh, week. Oh yes, how's it going? So I started my run at the um, at the uh, Leicester Square Theatre, 
Yeah. So I had to get in an hour early, sigh, <laughs> on Monday for, for the sound check thing, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I went. I went up to the. Uh, I walked and walked in because I, I couldn't work out how to get in the stage door thing. Oh yeah. So oh, I went. Dear. I went through the main entrance. Right. And it was you know it was early because I'd arrived early for the sound check. So I went up to the box office and I said, "Dela, I've come to do um, a, a sound check." She said, "We haven't been told anything." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I've got a sound check at six o'clock." Can you get me she, that bucket to vomit in? She said, uh, <laughs> she said uh, uh, what, what kind of a sound check are you doing? Oh. I said, well, I don't, I don't understand. I said, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a sound check, you know, I'm doing a sound check. She said, uh, for a film? I said, oh. no. <laughs> I'm, oh, doing it, <laughs> I'm doing it uh, for a stand-up show. She said, this is a cinema? <laughs> And um, I'd walked into the place next door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd said, I said to this young woman as I left, I said, I'm terribly sorry. I said, this is what happens to you when you get older. I said, enjoy your youth. <laughs> and she said, I, I will. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, oh, man, what a start. Oh, what a start. She must have been thinking, where is overalls? Every time. doing the sound check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should have had one of those little boxes. Acme overalls. Oh, dear. That was before the, the, the show had even begun. I'd already had a terrible senior moment. Oh. She was very nice, though. You asked the question, what is the... Uh, the begin. The begin. Yeah. In, when uh, when uh, Julio goes, now we begin, the begin. Well, I'd, I'm worried about this answer. Well, 189 has said, hi, Frank, I'm pretty sure the begin, B-E-G-U-I-N-E, is a dance. Oh, OK. Alan, oh, that makes Bournemouth. sense. That makes sense. Bournemouth, by the way, one of the uh, several cities. Is it a city or town? I think it must be a city. It's a city now. Everything's a city now. You're right. If um, you're still a town, then you really are a Pull your dog. socks up. <laughs> yeah, everywhere's a city. Is um, that right? What do, what do you have to have to be a city? You don't have to have a cathedral. Oh. I don't, yeah. No, you just have to have... Uh, you fill a form in. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. one of the several places that I'm pretty sure I've never seen in daylight. I've been several times. You know, as a comedian, oh, sometimes yeah. you arrive at a place after nightfall, do oh, the gig okay. and then go... I reckon I've been to Bournemouth five times, never seen it in well, a I, drop um, of daylight. I you night workers. Yeah. <laughs> I did a couple of gigs there, so I had a day there. Oh, well, gel. Uh, <laughs> I went to a place called Funky Sushi, I think it was called something like that. It was like oh. a, 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 and was a it? upper floor sushi play. I think the gig hadn't gone that well, and I overlooked a disused, crazy golf course, and I thought it, that the gaping clown covered in moss was at the time I thought symbolic of my <laughs> career but I've bounced back yeah, well, yeah. it was very um, I, I stayed at a, a, it was a sort of a beach hotel that wasn't on the beach but it was so cool the staff were all like 15 the oh. guy that took my suitcase upstairs had flip flops on I don't know how you can do that kind of manual work in those... dangerous. Flip-flops with bags on a stand. What about the pilot I had with flip-flops? No. Pilot? Well, when I say pilot, it was one of those... Are they called those little planes you get that take you over to... Uh, right. This is going to sound terrible. <laughs> the day you were able to, like, in the, like, if you're in the Maldives. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, I knew I'm going to get hate mail. You were at the fire this. festival, weren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
those planes called, Al? It's a sort of you'd know. Are they called little, little planes? They start on the water and then they take off. What, um, seaplanes? Oh, oh, yeah, lovely. They've got, like, um, they got, like, big float things on yeah. the bottom. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, you both ferry. worked it out. Anyway, sort of thing, you see the saint would come in yes. on one. A little quite fantasy island as well. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, he had flip-flops, as you were. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, yes, I have. How did we get on to Bournemouth? We got on to that. Oh, could someone explain that the begin was begun. a dance? Yeah, yeah. the begin. I'm glad, yeah. We had a couple of people um, messaging about that, actually. Any, is there any further information on the begin? No, but there is uh, a big mo with reference to Julio Iglesias. Can you think what that might be? Now, we should, um, we should explain that a big mo, this is based, it's, called, it's from Big Moment, and it's called that because it's when you say something that you think no-one knows and a great many people know it. Mm. Big Mo from EastEnders is the sister of Gary Oldman. Yes. And um, and when people tell you that, as they mm. always tell you as if, I bet you don't know this. Mm. Yeah. So here is an example of another big moment. It's, it's not going to be that his son is... Uh, it, it can't be that. <laughs> I mean, how many Iglesias do you get about? No, there's another <clears throat> piece of information about What's him. What's he called, the son? Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> What is his son? Enrique. And Enrique. Did you see Faye on the team? She <laughs> I've never seen her leap into action. Where is he now? She went, Enrique. What? Enrique and Glaces, where are they now? He is was he... going out with Anna Kornikova, I was believe. He yes. really? Was he really? Where are they now? Yeah. Mm. Are they on sitting on a, a, a Concorde somewhere, waiting? <laughs> While the pilot wears flip-flops. Um... Anyway, I'd like to keep this... Uh, I'll see if anyone knows the answer to this. Do you know the Big Mo? It's not no. with regards to Enrique. It's something Julio himself did. Oh, he played for Real Madrid. Frank Skinner. Hey! Give yourself a jingle. You got that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, they played yeah. in goal. Ah, oh, fabulous. Doesn't strike me as a keeper. No. If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Respect to Mondo. <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say, um, Joanna Trollope um, won a award today in the Queen's birthday thing. Mm. You know the Joanna honours, in the yeah, yeah, in the, yeah. You know Joanna Trollope, thanks Joanna for the Trollope, tip. Yeah, the, uh, the, the writer. Mm. And uh, she writes what they call Argus. And descendant Argus. of Anthony. Is she really? Yes, she is. Is she? I did a... Um, I, come, I was at some award show and I went and did a, uh, a sort of... Pres- uh, you know, presented an award and mm. uh, got a few laughs, although I say it as shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I believe you. She came up to me after and said that, you know, that was very funny indeed. And I said, oh, thank you very much. She said, I'm Joanna. I said, yes, yeah, n- nice to meet you. And she said, um, of course, that's why one can't write um, comedy books, because you can't do the timing. Oh. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Speak but for I, th- yourself. I thought people had <laughs> written comedy. Speak for yourself, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haven't people written comedy books? They have. Yeah. yeah. Not I mean, many, I'll give you that. You two have both. Thank not you. Well. Comedy books. Oh, thank you, Al. I think might, we might have written the first ones. Someone <laughs> said... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well I think... No, someone said to point. me... I uh, lulled several times. At, uh, anytime I read anything of yours, But Frank. have you ever tried any um, PG Woodhouse, which is always set up as the Honestly, height... I thought you 
you were going to see if you ever tried any trollop there. And no. ask. Any PG tips? Did you know uh, John Major was president of the Trollop Society? No, I did I'm not. Full of info about trollop. Sorry, over to you, Frank, again. Um, Woodhouse. Yes, yeah, so people said to me, oh, man, you've got to read PG Woodhouse. Oh, people love that. I've had about eight goes now and not Never got talk. past no, about not chop, a sausage. No. And I want to. I like the idea of yeah. liking it. But there are no. some things I find funny, but I would never admit because it would sound pretentious. It would sound like those people laughing at moments of comedy in Shakespeare. Mm. I, I'm one of those. What are, what, are like the, what are these things you won't oh, admit no, to? I don't. I can't say it. I'm too embarrassed because it sounds pretentious. Say but then you know what? Go on. I don't care. I'm going to sound pretentious. Can I say pretentious is one of my least favourite words? Yeah, me too, actually. Mm. I've always thought it's a word invented by stupid people to stop clever people uh, yeah. expanding. Yeah, absolutely. God damn it, I'm going to say. I'm going to say these things. But I have laughed at Evelyn War sometimes. Ooh. That's all right. Is that OK? I think that's fine. Thank you. Does yeah. Viz count? I've laughed at Viz a lot. <laughs> I think my own review was war. (laughs) What is it good for? Oh. So listen, yes. I did, um, I've been I've been selling my wares this week, as you know. Oh, in the cinema? No, <laughs> doing your cinema gig. Yeah, yeah he was been, having I've to been, sell the popcorn. I've been ushering in the cinema. Frank is so like Mr. Magoo. It, with in terms of his direct sense of direction, oh, yeah. I can imagine him ending up somehow working on the popcorn machine all night. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> I um, do they still have um? I, do they call them ushers and usherettes in cinema? Be ushers now. Is, no, it? No, is it like actor and actress? Yeah, they'll have a fancy name now, won't they? It's a pity. They? It's a brilliant word, usherette. They'll have it? something mm. like. Is it barista? Aisle barista? administrator personnel. Customer assistant. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that could be that. Yeah, compliance talk. officer. It could be illumination resource officer. But <laughs> yeah. the talk because they got the torch. <laughs> well, it's like I was at the grave digger now. I suspect is called afterlife care. Consultant. Oh yeah, that's that's what I imagine. Any grave diggers? I'm texting eight twelve fifteen. There must 15. be because yeah. Although they probably start quite early, do they? Grave diggers. They're oh, right clocked so? off by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're finished. If it's yeah, they're finished. Wash their hands and they're uh, in the pub. Well, it's raining in lots of parts hands. of the country. That's a problem. <laughs> I think they have lids. Do they have lids they put on to stop them filling up? Um, what do you mean? Eight, twelve, oh, yes, fifteen. If you have any working knowledge of the grave digging world, <laughs> Frank, we've do got loads of info. Love do, to know do people still use shovels, or is it is it yes, done with a do. machine now? Stop looking at me as wow. if I have a working knowledge look, of grave digging. Look, I don't want to boast, but what well, can I just say? You're going to the wrong person here. We all know that, <laughs> right? Okay, oh, don't <laughs> don't look to Alan. If you want no. any information on <laughs> the grave diggers, I'm your woman. But isn't it amazing that people are still doing that? The manual to dig a six foot deep hole. Manual. Yeah, I know a grave digger, and he uses a shovel. That Brilliant. started like the sound of um, <laughs> the laughing policeman. I know a fat old policeman. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I was going to tell you. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh-huh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I did. Um, Good morning, Britain. On um, Thursday, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, just to plug, to plug my stand. Is that with thing. plug um, your wares? Is it's, that with Piers? Piers wasn't on. It was Ben Shepherd and Su- Su- Susanna. I love me some Susanna Reid. Oh yeah, lovely, mm. lovely uh, floral outfit. Yeah, and she, I can't remember what she was wearing. 
<laughs> but um, Shepherd's gone a bit Austin Powers. So um, I, I I turned up. I, I, I don't. When you do, um, as you guys know, when you do one of these shows, you have mm. a phone call the day before with a researcher who asks you stuff, so they they know what to talk to you about. Mm. Um, she said, we're doing, um, it's the 75th anniversary of the D-Day landing. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I said, OK. She said, do you have any uh, connections with World War Two?" And I thought, she's just seen a picture of me and just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I can't, um, I can't think of any. She went, OK. And then, um, so she was, you know, it's fine, but I, I just didn't have any. So anyway, we arrived there on the on the day. Mm. Uh, I had to, you know, it's it's an early start, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So there's a little green room uh, with uh, with tea in it, uh, tea and coffee, mm. and it, um, there's just me and Skepta. Oh yeah, <laughs> just just sitting there. D- Skepta's there. What uh, oh. watching the, uh, the the you know D-day the, the D day stuff. <laughs> Both saying um, it's a weird day to be on, isn't it? Feels a bit weird going on and yeah, yeah. plugging. Uh. Um, and anyway, um, it was uh, we were you know talking about. He, he didn't talk a lot. Skeptic, didn't he? No, skeptic. He was nice. He's very yeah. nice, but he, I wouldn't say he was chatty. But he looked a bit you know nervous. Um, but he seemed a nice bloke, um, handsome. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, then uh, it was about ten past eight. Mm. Still no. We're looking at each other. I said, do you think we're going to get on? And he said, well, I got bumped yesterday for Donald Trump. Skepta did? Yeah. He no got like two days Skepta. in a row. So, yeah, so they called, they called him back to do this. Wow. So, uh, anyway, they come in. It's like 18 minutes past. It ends at half eight. No. So Skepta gets taken away to do his uh, bit. So I'm, watch- I'm watching him, oh, thinking, dear. hmm. I feel gonna- tense. This is going to be tight, I'm thinking to myself. So um, Skepta's on there saying it's a weird day, you know, to do, uh, to do mm. this because of, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, D-Day things. And then um, a woman comes into the room and said to me, um, Frank, I'm... I'm terribly sorry, but um, we, 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 we're not going to be able to get you on. <gasps> and uh, gave me a scented candle. Oh. Are you joking? So the tragic thing was I, I went and got went and got some wet wipes and took my makeup off. <laughs> I'm quite shocked. I was quite shocked. I got up that early. Wow! I mean, you can't, you know, you can't moan yeah. about. It's, you know, it's, it's the day about. It, it is, but you know, it, it is. I, was I talking... appreciate that, but with the greatest respect, mm. it, well, it's not a breaking news type no, of situation. Exactly. No, <laughs> they, they could have worked around you. I mean, spoiler they, alert: they said you can come back next week. You know. and, I, and I thought I said well, I don't want to find out. Last minute, it's the anniversary of Ashing Call. <laughs> 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 you can't get me on. Yeah, I say you could, but obviously, full respect to the D Day, but you. It, you can plan around that. Yeah, you knew. Yeah. <laughs> well, they should have said we'll have a D-Day uh, show where we just do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I turned I up, mean, got up early, turned up, sat there. Do they know you're a national treasure? 
Um, that, no. <laughs> they, they don't know that. It was, I think, obviously, I don't mind about Skepta, because Skepta is Skepta. He's yeah. very hot at the well, moment. Sorry. And also he's and been in the things... day before, so exactly. he's sort of before you in the queue. Al, yeah. can what? we just, can we just please? You being a little sceptical. Frank <laughs> just said Skepta is Skepta. Like right. it's a thing, we all have to pretend this is normal, these friends with Skepta. No, no, but I mean, at the moment, obviously he's much hotter than I am. Interesting use of at the moment. I won't have that. <laughs> I always think, you know, I this, know, but I, I do I, think if someone's bumping you off a show with the excuse of, oh, sorry, um, the D-Day landings, we didn't know it was going to happen. No, yes. Sorry, loves. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if it wasn't for the, the D-Day landings... The, no, the show and we are not minimising that. The show I'm doing would probably be called uh, Ich bin zwei und sexy. <laughs> so, you know... Blondie in the studio. But uh, <laughs> I didn't object to Skepta. I spent... I spent skept, I'm fine with all these, you know, the big hot sensations who get ahead of me on uh, these shows. Is that They're like the second hand and I'm like the hour hand. Right, you know that you got to keep an an eye on them. Whereas <clears> you know, I don't yeah. move. My I'm not. My movement is not that noticeable. Well, I'm bear just in there. mind they had a bit of a pile-up anyway, and Skepta was just further ahead in the yeah, queue. Yeah, fair <clears> enough. <throat> I didn't yeah. reset. You know, God bless Skepta. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'm going to be honest. I'm regretting my earlier. Jokey, hey, if you're a grave digger, feel free to text in with some okay. details about it because one has. Okay. Uh, hi, Frank. I was a grave digger for three summers. Lots of stories, I can assure you. Um, and then one story that I'm going to just not read. And then, uh, and then they continue. Um, Fun and games, nice and quiet job in some beautiful settings as I was based in Cornwall. All done by hand because a lot of diggers couldn't get into certain areas. Oh, it's just, they're still so digging that makes a manual. Sense, doesn't it? No. Which, um, which famous um, ben. pop stroke rock star was a grave digger? Well, I think uh, 660 has sent us the answer to this in a text form. Apparently both... Two. Both Joe oh. Strummer of the Clash. Oh, I didn't know that one. And well, well, that's Dave the one you Vanian. Oh, I didn't know. Dave, the the dam. From the dam. No, the yeah. one I knew was Rod Stewart was one. Oh well, let's chuck Rod oh, Stewart. Oh, on they're the all well. at it. It's, chuck it's, as it's well. A, it's <laughs> a well-trodden path from yeah. the cemetery to the um, stage. <laughs> Is that today's texting? Which pop or rock stars were grave diggers? That, Dave Vanian. Is any more? I mean, Can you he... imagine any of today's? Uh, I was going. I was going to have to say, but any of the Gen Zers. I can't imagine you think I want to. Be a pop star, but I'll start off with a bit of grave digging. No, no, that's I mean, not the but trajectory. Dave Fanion was one of these got like goth mm. eye shadow black hair straight <laughs> back. Hair. If you saw him in a cemetery, it'd scare the <laughs> yeah. hell out of you. Wow, he was like a Neil Gaiman character, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh man, by the way, on uh, one last postscript to the spec, there's a lovely thing is as, as he was coming off. Um, was a sceptre. He said, "What? What's happened?" I said, I've, "I've been, I've been bombed." And he said, "Oh no, did I talk too much?" Oh, sweet. Oh. Um, Love a bit of sceptre. Did we, um, Al? Did we tell Frank about Julio Iglesias? I don't think we did. Oh. Well, what's we've happened? discovered what big is it. Begin means it's, it's a dance. We've been told. It's a we? dance. It also means to fancy or to have a short-term infatuation. So he may be singing about the time he started to fancy someone. So when they begin, let's, let us, they begin. Now we begin to fancy someone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good thing to announce, isn't he, it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now I'm beginning to fancy someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when you realise that? Well, I, obviously my memory's not what it was. Yeah. Is still, do people still have... have you know, are you aware of the phenomenon, the glad eye? And yes, I know the glad eye. Gave me the glad eye. Oh, yeah. It's a strange thing, because glad is a weird sort of... Uh, yeah. Adjective to describe the, the other, eye look. The only man I ever knew was who used to use that expression was an author friend of my parents who also used the, used to use the phrase cracking pair of pins a lot. Hold on, can you just tell us that anecdote again? <laughs> the only man I knew who used to use that phrase was an author friend of my parents who also used the phrase a cracking pair of pins. <laughs> This is great for your stories. I think it is. Emily Dean there. There'll be more from Emily Dean tomorrow on Radio 4. (laughs) Um, Oh, I tell you, um, I um, I had a bit of a radio rendezvous uh, this week. I tell you, I I met... um, do you remember when I went to the, the Brits a couple of times? I spent a, f- a couple of fabulous evenings with the former, was it the Kiss Breakfast show oh, presenters? Yeah. You've got so well uh, with oh, them. Yeah, Ricky, them. Melvin and Charlie. Yeah. Who I love. Well, they do a thing on their show where they're blind. They're on Radio 1 now is what's happened. They've right. done well. They have done well. Mm-hmm. I turned up, like, I said to them, it's like the... Um, you know, when you go, when you've done really well, you go home for Christmas to your parents. I'm, I was like the guy who stayed. <laughs> I, I met, I married Becky from school, and we stayed. I was like, because they wouldn't buy into, but that's what it, it felt like. I mean, yeah. it's lovely to see them, but you know, it's, it's not the same. I felt, like, oh, I did true. feel, you know, it's Radio One. But um, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you more. But it, um, yes. Um, it's it's a very good idea they have on the show mm. and on a radio show something I would never have thought of but hey the endless inventiveness of the young <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner this is Absolute Radio Frank can I just say we, you were celebrating the fact that there are a number of Aquarians in the studio mm. that's right I'm the sole Cancerian I believe oh. but Will Hodson has got in touch to say sad news. <laughs> Donald Trump, um, <laughs> sad news for your listener in that they may not be the star sign they think they are. No. I think it was NASA who recently updated the chart for modern times and the dates have all NASA changed. NASA did? They, well, they're getting involved in <laughs> astrology. So. Stay in your lane, NASA. Yeah. Also, there were originally 13 star signs, so that one is added in. Well, what was the other one then? Well, apparently, uh, I don't know. Worth knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Can Such I ask a question know. that makes me sound like a bad person, which I realised I didn't know when I was talking earlier, and I apologise for not knowing this, but what does mm. the D stand for in D-Day? Oh, very good question. Um, OK. I, I don't know Oops. that. <laughs> Hospital passed to my... Uh, well, it's presenter. not. I think it's interesting that nobody does, does know that. Um... Do you know that thing when you think you know something and then it just suddenly I mean, goes into no, a I shadow in your brain? Yeah. It has been about this week, and I, it's only just occurred to me. I don't know what the D's for. I feel bad, but um, I don't know. What Hang on, is it to do with where was Daniel Day? Day, Day was, La- it the- was Daniel Day Daniel Day Lewis named after D Day? No, D Day Lewis. Do you think? <laughs> Doris Day died recently. She did. Wow, it's all yeah. happening. Yeah, and, all the D's. Uh, yeah, Darren Day. Don't know about wow, it. Wow, come it? on. Is it Dark Someone will tell us. No. Someone will. No. 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 Why stick that? Why no. bring that up? 
I'm, 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 I'm just thinking of deeds. Well, look, one of our uh, ten million of our um, uh, of our readers will know. Oh yeah, mm. uh, uh, general knowledge is. Anyway, can impressive. we go back? Leave that. Um, oh yeah, you were in a radio uh, yeah, was, studio. Yeah. So what they do, um, Ricky, Melvin, and Charlie, oh, is yeah. they are blindfolded. Okay. With, I mean, really nice blindfolds, I must mm. say, and I speak as a connoisseur. Yes. Uh, with their names on the front, like quite padded, leathery things. And oh, very up your strata. I had to be, they, they're seated in the studio, and then I have to be sneaked in, and I'm, I speak through a voice decoder thing. So, one of those. <laughs> you know, the, the, but one in three monsters in Doctor Who say, Doctor! Right, including the. Obvious. Yeah. So um, I was talking like that, and they had to guess who I was. So they asked questions like, "Are you involved in music?" Well, I'm sort of. Yes. And You've been a chart topper. Yeah. So, so they said, "Have you ever had a top ten hit?" And I thought we were off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm, apparently I'm the first person they didn't get. Well, that's no. I can believe that. No. Because well, I can believe it. No, not in that As way. As I said to him, don't feel bad. I said most Radio 1 shows wouldn't have got me if they hadn't had the blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all right. No, but you would have given them misleading answers. I by, tried not by to. The, no, no, I, do, I just mean the variety of your CV, if you like. Oh, the fact that yes. you've had number one hits and... Well, this is the thing. No, know, one, no one stuff. puts Frankie in a box. No. I, I, tell, I tell you... Um, Many have tried. We don't, we, we don't want some more grave diggers <laughs> texting. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We know what D-Day stands for now. Yeah, could Neither you all of us please? Here. I mean, could I you was all please stop texting us? <laughs> and we I was reaching for random battles of less success. Would you oh. like to say what D-Day is? Well, there's there's quite a lot come in. Um, basically, it stands for day. D stands for day. Day? Yeah, because... Yeah. What? In, so it's day, day? Um, well, 921 no, has said D-Day, no, military term for start of a campaign. So it, they have the day that the campaign is going to go on, and then there's... Uh, D-Day was the fourth day of those chosen for the landings. A, B and C were postponed due to poor weather conditions. Oh, so it could have been A-Day or yeah. B-Day. Yeah, oh, it could have so, been B-Day, that would have... <laughs> That would have took some of the solemnity out of it if it had been called B-Day. And it works. Yeah. Thank goodness that so didn't happen. <laughs> as far as I can understand, there's day, and then yes. the days running up to that are called minus one day or day minus one, day okay. minus two. So it, it moves mm. on after that as you well. see. So I suppose if there had been bad weather conditions, it could, it could have, have been, been E-Day like, or... Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. But I just thought... Considering how much talk there's been about D-Day this yes. week, um, I, yeah. I cannot. We are not the only people who didn't know what it stands for. But what if it had been B-Day? I mean, such is fate, isn't it? Yeah. B-Day. No, that wouldn't have worked. No, it wouldn't. No. It would have. Uh, it would have been. Oh look, there's it a lot have of just spoilt it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of beef going on now. Is there? Three, two, one. Ros beef. How rude to Aquarians was that other message? Yeah. Um, Quizzi yes. Quizzical tone in brackets. Well, look, you know, we're on your side. Me and Al, we're on your side. Three, two, one. I can't work out if it was offensive or not. It, oh, well, yes, I just, didn't see that, yeah. You don't have to be offended by things. No. Just just don't react to it. I'll tell you something. Three, two, we one. Were, Is um, that Ted Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Bin. 
Where's the, Dusty uh, Bin? Can you get me the letter from in that box, Sarah? Can I, I want to make a point. What happened to Dusty Bin? Dusty Bin. Um, I he think only had a brief. Uh, he was the Mr Blobby of his day. I think he's still oh. he's doing after-dinner speaking. <laughs> Is he? I had, um, I had a, 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 a parcel arrive. I just bring this up because uh, Glenn um, from, the, uh, from Life... Uh, oh, the, Life... Ooh, life. <laughs> they're the life water team and they make what they make watering cans is the idea right not um, watering cans for the gardening. no not water, water in cans recyclable cans yeah yes. you know we've been talking about the whole you know i got oh, um, yeah. they laid into me on uh on sky tv's the play <laughs> for joining in with the anti <laughs> anti-plastic uh, anti thing Anyway, they sent me some cans of water and it just um, struck me that when we came into the studio, I said to the producer, can you carry in the box of water? Because I got bags. Mm. And as an aquarium, <laughs> of course, I should have talked to that like a doctor yeah, water carrier. I missed the chance to be the actual water bearer yeah. and, I, and I passed it off. Anyway, thanks, Glenn. You passed um, the water on. Thanks for... Thank, thanks we're all for, water signs. That's yeah. lovely. That's why we get on. Silence. Um, Worst silence ever of my life. No, I'm just trying to... I, I, how many water signs are there? I would say... Crab. Crab, four. I'm saying. Oh, I'm cra crab. I am crab. Crab, sir. Oh, okay. I am Spartacus. I am crab. <laughs> crab, you see. I'm cancer they, crab. They like the water, but they don't love it, is what the sense I get with the crab. Yeah. They can get on the beach. That's exactly right. Yeah. Me. Yeah. We like the beach with a paperback novel possibly with a silhouette of St Petersburg in the background. We don't like the water. I'm still reeling from the D-Day information. It's, good it's just alphabetical. Brilliant. Thank everyone who oh, texted uh, in. Thank Laura you very much. Laura has texted. It actually couldn't have been E-Day because the fourth day was their last chance, Laura and Ben. Oh, dear. So if it had been bad weather, we wouldn't have done it. I guess Say so. we, like I was involved. <laughs> they. Yeah. yeah. What would have happened then? Yeah. That's different, too big a question. Strategy, that's yeah. That's too it. big, way too big a question. Mm. Sorry about that. Le leave that to the Robert Harris's of this world. Yes. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> In the war against drugs, which we're all waging on Goodness absolute radio, me. could um, could my Michael Gove? I think should we get a. He should be in the next honours list because finally someone has made cocaine on cool. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to him for that. Hi, Frank and Posse. And then there's some praise that and I'll Posse. not read. Uh, when I go abroad and you have to fill the visa card in on the plane, I always put Gravedigger down as my occupation. I don't know why, but I've been doing it for years and have never been questioned. Huh? Paul from Nottingham. P.S. I'm a joiner slash bedroom fitter. What? Oh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Big wow. You think they'd be checking the uh, some of the facts on those things? I just like the. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big liar, but I like <laughs> I like the pointlessness of his lying. One rarely hears people say, "I am a big liar." Also, I like the note of slight regret and shame in Alan's voice. Yeah, I, am said, a... I mean, I'm not a big liar. I've got to confess. Well, I'm to be sorry. honest, it's mainly laziness that stops me. Because you know that thing of liars need good memories. I just think, ah. Oh, I'll be bothered to remember right. all that If you that do stuff. lie, what do you lie over? Oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't like, even remember. I think I might lie and say someone looked nice if they didn't. Oh. So yeah. if someone had made a dramatic change to their appearance, that you have to rush in and say something. So you mm. might say, oh, your hair! 
and then you have to follow up with it looks great. Yeah, I never thought you'd get it shaved on one side and leave it really long on the other. That's a look I really like. I must admit. Is it? It is, yeah. It's a bit like, uh, what's he called? G from... Uh, from... Um, Ali G. Ninjago, or, uh, <laughs> Masters of Spinjitzu. <laughs> the genie. I'm more of an eight Jin. steps fan. He's called Jin. He's got hair like that. Um, oh, yeah. I, anyway. I don't, you see, I think well, men, you see, men, fellas, <laughs> as they used to say on Coronation Street when women talked about men. Fellas, you know, fellas. I think you can get away with not commenting on people's appearance. And people think, mm-hmm. oh, that's you because can't. they're fellas. Yeah, yes. right. But, um, Inside, Ladies. you might be thinking, I think I'll leave that appearance change alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've tried to eradicate all lies from my life, I must oh. say. But except yeah. Good idea. brilliant show, really enjoyed it, which I think you've got to... In our business, you can't get rid of that to, one. You can't let that go. If you I've, did, you I've may as well just honest. delete all your contacts and put mm. your uh, address book on the fire. Exactly. I think when you don't enjoy something, though, Frank, I've noticed... I wouldn't say you were overly effusive afterwards. I'd, I've never seen you sort of. Well, it's hard to breathe. Really. Yes, it is. It's hard to do that. But um, I always see, you know, people have, you know, they've, they have tried. And that's very important. <laughs> I rather tried. Yes. When I did handwriting at school, I rather tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, that was a thing that a, a posh doctor said to me once. Yeah. Um, where, where, where are we? It's a big question, I know, for so many people. Oh, I mean, people are getting so upset about this whole Aquarius and star sign oh, well, Has thing. anyone told us what the 13th star sign is? Because that oh, sounds to me no. like it could be a series of very fat novels. Listen to me, Linda. With a symbol on the front and somebody with a big sword yes. um, coming over a hill. <laughs> yeah. So let's, I might Scarlet start it Fox today. Scarlet Fox says, Aquarius is not a water sign. Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra are air signs. What? But we're carrying water. Why Aquari- is that? Oh, hold your high horses. Scarlet's got more. Aquarius is the water carrier, but it's symbolism. The jug all right, represents knowledge. Oh, relax. The jug represents knowledge? Yeah. The jug. Why? But- <laughs> He's a clever bloke. <laughs> Apparently I'm sorry, I'm moving, I'm moving dangerously around and around the jogs joke, which yes. I will not. I will I not know. tolerate. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I simply will not tolerate. I'm so notably absent on that. I'm happy. Too. I'm happy. I'm not stunned to discover that I'm not one of the water signs. I mean, I you know, I I'm not a man who. Um, I'm a water I, sign. I, I don't delve into the astrologicals. I think this may be the most attention I've ever paid to star signs in my yeah, life. I told you, didn't know that Russell Grant did my uh, star chart. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And what did he say to you again? He said to me, you'll be famous for seven years. <laughs> which I know, perhaps he meant successful. Famous <laughs> uh, for seven years and you will never hold down a long-term relationship. Ouch. I know, what a thing to say to someone. I think oh, he said, come on. I think he said you, he might have said we. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, as you recall, I lost. I was snogging him at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what? He tasted good. Oh, fuck. Sorry, everyone. 
Well, um, I last saw Russell on stage, if it makes you feel any better. That was better. before we knew about the dangers of salt. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. On stage at the Edinburgh Festival, as you that. recall, um, and he was snapping at his stage manager. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. he got tied up in a feather boa and he snapped into the wings. Leave that, please. He got tied up in a feather boa. Things that should happen to certain people. <laughs> tied up in a feather boa. If he had a public vote, he'd be up there, wouldn't he? God bless him. Does he still do the predicting? Or is that something yes. he's moved on from? Oh, he does. OK. How long will his career last in his opinion? <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I was just going to say we're still getting uh, D-Day messages in. Yeah, um, including some people who quite pompously are giving us bad information. Well, like Mark. what? Well, go on. Mark. Um, Go on out. Well, I can share with you Mark McDee, who isn't one of those. Mark McDee, day. He is offering a correction. <laughs> he says, I need to correct you. D-Day and H-Hour are standard terms. We wouldn't mm. have had B-Day as B means nothing. Oh. There have been many other D-Days, just not as famous. It wasn't mm -hmm. due to a fourth attempt. So it's just a generic D simply title. stands for day. Got you. Isn't that weird? Why have D standing for day when you've got day next to it? Yes, it seems... I think um, that's like just how they do it. It's like saying to someone, I'll meet you in the A <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. So what yeah. strange mm. phenomenon do 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 yeah. they say on the Muppets. OK, well, about, anyway, what about we know. the person that emailed saying the D is for deliverance? I mean, that's just bad information. <laughs> Don't tell us it's deliverance day, because then we might go on and... Yes, yeah, so we, could, we, could, to somebody we else. could tell that to people, yeah. Oh, Make complete fools. Humiliating. Mm. Be quite, um, quite it, close to how to humiliating it was for me that I believed Lance Armstrong was innocent because of his book. <laughs> oh, don't, that was well. a terrible year. <laughs> oh, I hated that, that for you. As Mr Bean that. once said to me, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still doing that. I can't Can shrug I it off. It's great. I am going to embrace a bit of Mr Bean chic. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I know he's only got the one outfit, yeah. but it's a nice, It's very simple. You know what you, where you stand? Tweed, Tweed single jacket. breast jacket. Yeah. Is it a brown or a red white, tie? White shirt tie. Is it a brown tie? I'm thinking it's red, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be... Uh, we've got a black and white telly. I can't put my hair Old che school. Cheaper licence fee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. £20 cheaper. Is it really? Yeah. Is that, that still old? a ply? Yeah, believe so. Who, who's got a, is there anyone here listening who's got a black and white telly? I mean, I don't mean it as an extra, but that is their telly. 8, 12, 15. I like the idea that someone is so noir oh, in their yeah. outlook yeah. that they won't go for the colour telly. I remember, what's the first programme you ever watched in colour? <laughs> well, I remember this well. Well, all our programmes were <laughs> yeah, colour. I think, think colour telly was a thing. Well, well, yeah, oh. colour telly had arrived when I was... Oh, you around. see, I remember it arriving. Go on. Sitting down, Flintstones. Absolutely oh. fabulous. My dad came in and said, whoa, colour telly's here. Let's get the colour up a bit. Oh, get did you turn, it, did you turn it up? So the, the news readers <laughs> after the Flintstones looked like they'd been searching for a small <laughs> item in a blast furnace. <laughs> Do you remember the singing detective, which was about, yes. about a bloke yes. with a terrible Michael skin Gambon, disease? Everybody yes. looked like that on our telly. <laughs> the idea of getting your money's worth out of a colour telly by cranking up the colour. That's a good programme to start with because the Fred Flintstone um, sartorial choice is obviously a very bright orange. Orange, yeah, with, with a black... Um, 
sort of rondelle. <laughs> yes. Funny, yeah. And, of course, things that we've talked about here before is the jagged edge bottom. Like the serrated. On, on the Frankenstein monster trousers, <laughs> the castaway trousers, uh, the Desert <laughs> Island castaway trousers. I think of the occasion of uh, the Incredible Hulk in the Serrated Edge. Well, trouser. yeah, but can I? Yes. But as we've again discussed before, conversely, always a very neat belt waistline. Yeah. yeah. With the button done up. But the serrated, the serrated edge thing, it's like they've gone to the clothes shop to buy their trousers before it... And they've gone to the shop that makes those things you get in spectacles cases. Yes. To clean your glasses. <laughs> that have the same serrated edge. I wonder if you could get a jacket made out of that. Just wipe your glasses on it. Let's find out. Frank Skinner. We've got several yeah. questions out there to the uh, the readership at the moment. Mm. Uh, you were discussing Mr Bean yes. moments ago. Monsieur the... Bean, I think they call him in France. I think they do, yeah. yeah. Is it Monsieur Haricot? Monsieur or... Legume. <laughs> Legume. <Yeah. laughs> um, we were discussing his, uh, his outfit. You were mm. saying it's quite simple, but... You know, it's a good capsule wardrobe that he's got, isn't it? I really like White it. White shirt, tweed jacket. You just tie. know where you stand. He's got the Steve Jobs approach to the practical work. I, I like that. Wear the thing. same outfit every day. Mm-hmm. I tell you what I like about it because there is a, a bit of a tradition of characters wearing the same mm. outfit mm-hmm. for every show. And they don't get bo the like cartoon the, character. Doc, That's it used a good to be thing. The, <laughs> used to be the thing in Doctor Who. Like, <laughs> the Doctor Who would wear like the same outfit for you know months. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not care about. And it reminds me when I was a kid, when mm. of course we had less money, mm. people would say things like, you know, um, Dave, where's a brown leather jacket? <laughs> and that's how you would describe someone. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a tweedy, tweedy jacket thing. God, yeah. you're right. We yes, had a boy yeah. at school and you'd say he had the, the green parka. Yeah, they got to get that yes. kid, where's the brown cord trousers? Yeah. Oh, man. 149, Frank, I animated on the Mr Bean cartoon and it's wow. 100% a red tie. And then he adds some praise, but that's Steve Camberley. We don't read the praise. But, well, but I, nice can, I, can add, uh, I can add praise, Steve Camberley. My child, who is seven, yeah. loves the Mr Bean cartoon. <gasps> yeah. Absolutely. And that's got some very good... <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they just go a bit... They make him talk a bit too much. In right. some what of the do you mean? What they... Like he'll say, I don't... <laughs> and you think, no, I don't want a sentence. I don't want a sentence from Mr Bean. I no. just want... Oh. And yes. the, the landlady, the sort of scary, horrible landlady, is she Spoiler in the alerts. is she in the real Mr. Bean? Don't think you know, so. Real per- is that, she's been added for the cartoon, possibly. But the cartoon, no, no landlady. It's a brilliant <laughs> drawing of um, of Rowan Atkinson. The, yeah. the, the cartoon. It's it good. really, yeah. There's these things with like black dots on the eyebrows that work, work brilliantly, mm. and. Uh, yeah, I, I, is it, it wouldn't be him doing the voice, though, would it? Don't It'd be someone so. else going, Gaw. You'd probably find that out from the credits of the programme, though, couldn't you? I mean, I've never, well, like, never sat in, I'm one of those ahead. people who leaves during the credits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, when I, was a, I used to go to the cinema as a child, the curtains were closed, so you couldn't read the credits because they were shown over, like, you know, crinkled curtains. Mm-hmm. People think, no one stays for that. <laughs> 
Came to London, went to the BFI. People sat to the very last. I mean, come on. (laughs) Zero three three Nuggets, regular correspondent to the show. Frank, read the glad eye. You were asking if people still use the phrase the glad eye. Mm. Are you also familiar with shooting someone an old-fashioned look? Well, I have heard of that. Meaning, yeah. i.e., a look of disapproval. Oh, is that what it... I mean, I don't well, really have any other day. looks available. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Frank, that's just every minute. Well, one of the reasons I bring this eye. to your attention, I think that look of disapproval may have been um, changed amongst the younger generation to a death stare. I think that's what we call that now. Oh. I'll give someone evils. In fact, I used that phrase this week when I got a... 30-minute death stare from an audience member that I told off two minutes into my Did you really? Wow. I know, but I didn't tell you I was going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How old are people... How old will people think I am in future times when I casually mention that I once got bumped because of D-Day? <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank We've, uh, we've had several hashtag late reviews on this show over the years, haven't we? Mm. Um, last Saturday, yeah. after the show, my son and I went on a few different sightseeing bits in London, one of which was the British Museum. Oh! And hashtag... I thought I'd been. Hashtag late review, best museum I've ever been to in my oh. life. Oh. It's absolutely brilliant. I thought I was there on Thursday. It's great. Oh. It's really, really good. And yes. it turns I out... I think this is a light review. It's <laughs> for the British <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out a couple of hours are not enough. We're going to have to do several oh, visits. No, can't. Yeah. But we saw for the first time in the flesh, as it were, the Lewis Chessman, who I think are considered friends of this show. Yeah, we've talked about this on, on here, certainly. You talked about them Just very briefly, detail. they were um, a, a, a series, uh, a set of 12... <laughs> Uh, 12th century chessmen um, found in the Isle of Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're sort of 12th century. They're and, about... Yeah, it's about 900 yeah. years old, I'm going. And, yeah, probably, and Scandinavian. Old. And there's, there's, there's pieces of, of round four sets, but not complete. I believe there are five pieces missing. In fact, there are. Al, Rebecca Lee has got in touch with this show. Good news, Frank. I mean, she, I think we should let her break the news. Yeah. The lost Lewis Chessman rook has been found in Scotland after nearly 200 years. It would have meant absolutely nothing to me had I not been schooled by several years of your poddy. <laughs> Alan told me every day's a school day. <laughs> Thanks, team. That's from Rebecca. Yes, well, they are brilliant, um, the Lewis Chessman. And uh, as I've said before, I think the thing that I've... When I first saw them, I just couldn't stop staring at them. And then <laughs> I found out after... They'd Strange based, love rival for cats. They based <laughs> a... Um, well, I had a similar thing with uh, Donatello's um, David, which is a different story altogether, if you yeah. see. Yes, I've you'll see I was exploring whole new parts keep of my... Keep it to yourself, mate. Yes. Oh, I've so, seen it, my friend. Keep it, in the, keep it up there, mate. <laughs> keep it up there. We've all had it, but keep it up there. That's my advice. <laughs> But um, sound of the exploring. I found out there was a chil- the children's show that I loved as a kid called um, Nog in the Nog was based on these chessmen. So then I realised yeah. why I felt this great urge. Yes. Towards well, them. but I like owls. Um, I was only I was only looking at them uh, the other day. I only looked at them on Thursday. It yeah. reminded me I was on holiday with a bunch of mates when I was a teenager. 
and we went to see, I think it was a replica of the Golden Hind, Francis oh, Drake's ship. love a bit of Franny Drake. And there was a, a parrot on there in a, in a case, and um, I was with a mate of mine, and he was making this parrot talk. He's absolutely fascinated by it. And, and the next day, it was on the, the radio there, there'd been a fire on this ship, and quite a big damaging fire, and the, the parrot had uh, perished oh. in, the, I think, smoke inhalation. That would have been Walter Raleigh. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Bringing his cheap fags over. Yeah, and my, uh, and my mate said, oh, I can't believe it. I was only talking to him yesterday. <laughs> 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 I've got a great moment. Well, the news story is that somebody in Edinburgh yeah. has basically had the uh, one of the Lewis chessmen that was geese. missing in a drawer. They've had it in the drawer. I think they've said they discovered it. It's been in the family about 50 years or something. Yeah, it? and it's going to... It was bought for £5. In 1964. Yes. Oh, When everybody work. else was buying a hard day's night. <laughs> Yeah, Some somebody was buying an ivory chess piece. Yeah, well, funny it'd be a night. Funny it'd been a night. That would have been perfect. Oh. Hard day's night. And, uh... It was their granddad who was an antique dealer. Bought it for a fiver. Kept it in a drawer. What I liked about Brilliant. this family is that apparently their mother would apparently get it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. to look at it and, and spend time with it. They would say she would remove it, the chess piece, from the drawer in order to appreciate its uniqueness. I love that idea of an evening in, that you just get yeah. a rook out of the drawer yeah. and look at it. I think we've all, we all pick it out occasionally <laughs> to appreciate its uniqueness. God's sake. Oh, dear. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I'll tell you what I like about it. It's Wonderful. Having um, seen the chess, the chess men in, in uh, London and in Edinburgh, because they're, they're split up, a family rift... Um, oh no! Are they uh, oh, dear, they tend to Weekend be access. they tend to be a sort of a yellowy, creamy colour. But this one is a really like browny, reddy, quite. Yes. Gr- you know what? You know, whenever you're if you're at the seaside and there's that slightly odd old bloke who's super tanned <laughs> and lives there and you just think oh, and they've just got like trousers on they're about 70 and it looks like that it's the sort of I call it gentleman of the road complexion yes yeah but there's certain seaside ones who are <laughs> deep yeah. yeah. and this is yeah. the Lewis Chessman who says you know what I think I'm going to move to Bournemouth and live there forever <laughs> do you know what I thought Frank I've got to be honest I'm not I'm not casting aspersion on this but I just thought possibly Grandad might have liked a Siggy. And maybe <laughs> Mum did as well. Oh, you think I thought that? they might have been Nicotine. a Lambert and Butler family. That's all. Might have had the telly on the go and the fags. I hadn't thought of that, but you see, vaping is going to protect a lot of national treasures <laughs> and that kind of thing. Frank Skinner, Skinner. on Absolute Radio. The Lewis Chessman we're talking about, Al, mm-hmm. he was described by the expert at Sotheby's, where I believe it's due to be... They reckon it might fetch a million pounds... Oh, man. Ah, ah, ...at auction. And he... That's e- a lot for one chess piece, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> especially a rook. When you think you've got to buy the board and then all the other pieces as well, it really stacks up. The, the I have the replica set, of course. Of course you do. Oh. Got you that. What's the Queen going to cost Oof. if the rook's going for a cool mill? Well, speaking of the Queen, who is, I must say... Perhaps my favourite of the of the uh, oh, yeah. of the mm. Louis Chessmen. Has she got plats? I bet she has. She's I, I, she's like that. 
She's sort of the. Well, they can't see the. Uh, no, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alan just did an impression of what she was like. She has a hand on her face, but in, in a sort of, a, oh, for goodness sake, kind of queen. <laughs> yeah. Like the king's going on about something and she's going, oh, come on. I like to think it's a bit me and you. And um, <laughs> it's. Uh, is it all right to call them chessmen uh, when yeah. there's a queen? Chess people. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with it, and I'm the woman. I'm the woman here, so I get to decide. Okay, Thank I you. I just wonder if that. But she, that, the Queen, is a brilliant uh, character. That one and the Berserkers. Oh, they're scary. Who are sort of biting their shield <laughs> with sheer rage <laughs> and need for violence. Fantastic. They just the Sotheby's expert described this particular piece. He mm-hmm. said he has a big curvaceous beard, which is an interesting way to describe a beard. Yeah, it is, yeah. He loves his curves. Yeah. Seen celebrating his curves. And apparently people, because, you know, the the chessmen have been a thing for ages, people often think that they've found one of the chessmen and it turns out it's just one of the replicas that has been in a garden for a while. So... I could have some some fun with that. You could. You could. (laughs) But here's the question. become a forger. As you say, it's very well known, the Louis chessmen. I mean, it's a big... Yeah. In Edinburgh... (laughs) To us. <laughs> and to no, our no, readers. No, but yeah. to us, this is huge news. But to well, most people, massive. this is page nine, two paragraphs. <laughs> OK. Yeah. But, to us, it's headlines. But you'd think it was a big enough... Uh, for someone who was an antiques dealer, Yeah. Mm. you think he might spot a Lewis Chessman, wouldn't you? It's amazing, really, isn't it? Are you suggesting he's not... He wasn't... I don't know, but finding it now makes me think... You know when you watch Britain's Got Talent and you think, <laughs> where, where have you been, mate? This is like Series 12. Why haven't you come forward before? Yeah. It's a bit like that. The fact that no one who saw that thing thought, hold on a minute, that's one... You know, they're a really distinctive set of things. Although, can I just say they are now, but I would suggest that back then when he found it in 1964, the Lewis Chessman, you know, that wasn't their era. The Lewis Chessman (laughs) was the 70s... They weren't, sort of they weren't very Mersey beats. Anglo-Saxon, no. you know, it's all that theme in the music, wasn't it? It was the Spinal Tap, Stonehenge vibe. You think that's what... That wasn't that, their era. That should probably... That, that'll be their <laughs> era. They've had a few eras, to be fair. Frank was a very early adopter of the Lewis Chessman. Oh, yeah. All these Arabists now. And you were there in the unfashionable I, years. I think something I always think is slightly bad taste with the Lewis Chessman is that they are made out of walrus ivory yeah and when you go to look at them oh, in the case they've got a picture of a walrus oh, with right. the big tusks which you think oh don't don't bring that up like when they put animal animated pigs on pork scratchings yeah, I can't, yeah exactly i think I'm, I'm trying to put that to one side the, what happened to the walrus don't confront me with it i can't uh-huh. believe they have that on yeah the great face. big toss is there saying you know if you if you're looking for walrus ivory <laughs> oh no oh no Oh, no, Lord. <laughs> Shut up, Bean. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. As I said, I was at the British Museum, but I went there mainly, which is often the case, I don't think I've ever been there without going to Room 41, which is the home of the Sutton Who uh, burial treasures. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. um, which is like uh, Anglo-Saxon... Um, uh, there's a there's a mask and and of course the great buckle which is 
Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So I was there with someone from the Financial Times. Were you? Who tells me that the uh, it's known as the Pink Lady, the Financial Times. I've never heard of that. Oh, Is it really? really? I thought that was an apple. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Um, maybe when you're reading it on your tablet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so... Suddenly, who should turn up but Janina Ramirez? Do you know her, the TV historian? Oh, you know her. yes, no, I do know her. You'd that know her is. if yeah, you saw her I straight do. away. Yeah. And isn't there something lovely about. I was excited to see her because I've watched a lot of her yeah. and read one of her books, in fact. Oh, yeah. And. Um, but when you see someone. And they are exactly where you think they should be, yes. like that. Great for the memory as well. Ah, oh, but to yeah. bump into Janina so Ramirez, and she just happens to be in the Anglo-Saxon room at the British Museum. But if you were to bump into her at the Sheffield Crucible when you're there to watch the snooker, you might take a while to remember where you know her from. Yeah, and also it's I, not in context. It'd be less satisfying. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I once went. I went to a, a party in Wales. Somebody, I was in Wales, and somebody said, "Do you want to go to a party tonight?" And I went. And Alan Jones was there, and it just felt right. so right. Yeah. I like to think he's at every party in uh, in Wales. In Wales. <laughs> but when we did fantasy football, we had Chas and Dave on, and they were um, nearly an hour late, and we got a call from the researcher saying, I'm sorry about this. They insisted on stopping at a pie and mash shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. That's totally. absolutely fine. <laughs> when... Um, Shane McGowan was yes. right. It well. was because, uh, can you guess, they wouldn't let him on the plane at Dublin because he was so drunk. Perfect. Oh, I mean, that is perfect. Uh. I ran into Alan Carr this week, so I hoover that up there. Yeah. Um, in Hyde Park whilst doing a dog walking podcast. Okay. And I liked it because the first thing he said to me was, goes, oh, hello, love, have you got a wet wipe? Very Alan Carr. Very Alan Carr. I knew it was him at that point. See, meeting people in the right place. I met Alan Carr in in Old Compton Street once, and he said, Fancy meeting me here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In case you don't know, Old Compton Street is is a fame. I suppose it's a famous gay area. It's one of the Rainbow Street, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's the great thing about the. about meeting Janina Rumi. One of the first things I said to her was, uh, so, um, what are you, colonisation or invasion? Just oh. all that little... What a chat-up line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was great. For a niche market. Did she pick a team? Pardon? Did she pick a yes, team? Yes, she, she? she was mainly colonisation with the odd oh. skirmish. OK, OK. And also, we posed for a photo in front of the mask, and I said, so, Radwald, which is what people think. She said, absolutely, definitely, which I didn't think right. she'd go that far. You asked good questions. Oh, she must have been impressed. Oh, well, I mean, there were route one questions in context, but even so. Yeah. Well done. Yes, not like, you know, where do you get those shoes, which yeah, is yeah. obviously what... The stuff I'd have asked. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wouldn't you have said you haven't got 20 quid at the end of the week? <laughs> How much are those shoes? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've got a... Uh, I must have told you this before. I've got an Anglo-Saxon coin. Have ah. you? Which, I, I mean, it's it's got um, Ethel Red the Unready on it. Really? Oh. Remember her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ethelred the Unready, well, I mean, what I particularly like about him is he was a pawn. Yes. 
Oh, yes, of course he was. Because um, Ethelred... It actually doesn't mean on it means bad, It means ill-advised on ready in that. Mm. And his name means well-advised. So his uh. name was well-advised the ill-advised. Oh. You gotta, come on, you got to love it. Why and was you, he called the unready? Um, because was there a particular he, incident, do you think, he was connected to? A poor bloke. Mm. He had a really long reign, but... You know the way they say, like, with Theresa May, they say stuff like, um... Oh, well, you know, if, if it hadn't been for Brexit, she might have been a really good uh, prime mm. minister. He was, unfortunately, he was in charge when the Vikings came back. <laughs> That's not good news. And so is unready a reference to the fact that he went, oh, no, what are we going to do? No, no. should have been training. Well, as I say, it's ill-advised, so he just yeah. made, a few, he made a few errors. But right. I, I feel for him We've somewhat. all been... I mean, everyone's got their thing, haven't they? Also, that time he that turned up to work with the suit and trainers on, and people went, oh, you're not ready. You no. need to get... Well, they think that this coin, this coin I've got, um, uh, which has got a great picture of him on it, he's got one of the... He looks like he's got... You say great picture of him. I mean, how many have you got to compare it to? (laughs) Well, yes, you're right. It's not on your camera But it's just a great picture. It's just like... You can see him in Camden Town High Street. He looks like he's got the the mohawk. Um, And he looks slightly startled. It's brilliant. Um, we can put a picture up on our um, Instagram. Yeah, so, I'd like to see that. Wow. There aren't enough Anglo-Saxon coins on Instagram. There probably are. There I probably don't are. But what do there I aren't know? Any on commercial Ow. radio feeds? I just I love think. the idea of Jen Zedders. So just yeah. thing. Have you checked out um, Frank's gram? Oh, oh my God, he's got Ethelred the Unready. <laughs> I think that could happen. I like it. But anyway, um, they think that this coin, bear with me, is uh, is part of the Dane Gelt. So they they, they oh, when the, the Vikings Gelt. came, hmm. instead of fighting them, sometimes they just bribed them yeah. and said go oh. away. So uh, you know, like when. Uh, when Gemma Collins fell through that trap door <laughs> yeah. and the BBC, uh, this is allegedly, she said, <laughs> to avoid uh, legal action, they, they offered a celebrity master chef. Yeah, it's she it's like it that. Strictly, but, yeah. that's, that's what they did with the Vikings. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I love it. And so is this story about the Lewis Chessman um, being valued at Sotheby's made you think, maybe I'll take the coin and just walk no, past that? It's not, no, it'll be, I not think it's, it's worth about 400 quid. Is it? But it's a beauty. I love it. Just mm-hmm. to hold it in my hand and imagine some little Anglo-Saxon man nice. going to the Vikings and saying, is this, this any good to you? Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. When they discovered this Lewis Chessman, I liked the Sotheby's expert who found it. I think it might have been one of the most middle-class reactions or moments of drama ever. He said... Oh my goodness, it's one of the Lewis Chessmen. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's lovely, isn't it? I mean, it? that's like, talk about Archer's cliffhanger. <laughs> do, do, yeah. do, 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's not the Archer's, that's, no, that's EastEnders. EastEnders, but that was my reference be better that it was hardly Archer. EastEnders. I can't imagine EastEnders ending exactly. like that. Exactly, I don't think they'd do that. <laughs> It'd be better if they had some sort of like Anglo-Saxon music. Oh, it's one of the Lewis Chessman. <laughs> I, I just realised then I don't know what Anglo-Saxon music is. Does anyone? No. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is from Karen. What other radio station can you get a history lesson on? Hashtag Anglo-Saxon coin. Hashtag Frank the teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and then three uh, crying laughing emojis. Ah. Well, we've, <laughs> we've also inadvertently had a teaching moment ourselves, haven't we? Because Frank asked the general public, what does the D in D-Day stand for? And we've mm. since had, you know, a wave of text saying it actually stands for day. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't see that coming. And now we've had another text saying, I used to teach and the D in D-Day stands for designated. So it's designated day. Oh. That simple. Oh. <laughs> well, well, hang on. Wisdom of crowds over the one expert. What are we going with here? I'd, well, I'd like the idea of going out with a group of friends that are all drinking except me and I'd be the D driver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could live with that. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, no, I think we have, we've, we've got a bit of business to clear up from last week's show, which um, admittedly this is a, maybe do it earlier, but here we are. Last we week. It's nice to do that, though. Yes, yeah. we, we've had an ongoing discussion about... Um, it's, it's illegal in America to sell a non-edible item within an edible item because it's a choking hazard. So they stopped Kinder Eggs there Yes, for that reason. Uh, but someone said, pointed out that um, fortune cookies seem mm. to break that rule. The, the FC breaks the rule. Yeah, but we've mm -hmm. got a fortune cookie email, which is... Um, it's, it's from it, Tim. Okay. He says, Dear Frank and Friends. Oh, I like that. We sound like Woodland Friends. Mm -hmm. A range of toys. Frank and Friends sounds like a cartoon <laughs> series based on the, the Frankenstein monster and his friend. All with serrated trouser bottoms. Yes. Dear Frank and Friends, you were talking about fortune cookies, which reminded me of a mystery which has haunted me for many years. I once opened a fortune cookie to find the following message. Wow, a message from your teeth. I still sometimes lie in bed, wondering what it could be. Any ideas, Tim? Frank Skinner. I wonder if one of the ways they get round selling the fortune cookie against the law is, you know when you get, like, um, magicians say, hold on, what's that behind your ear? And they take out a coin and it was always in their hand. Maybe the suggestion is that... Um, you sort of, when you put it in your mouth, you've already got a message in there. And maybe oh. that's the police saying, <laughs> wow, a message from your teeth. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you think that could be it? I can't think no. of any other explanation. <laughs> Unless there was a message on the back that said something like, you know, less sugar, please, or something. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted. Yeah, Wait, I think that's what it is. Are they laughing? At the, are they poking fun at themselves? I think this is bored factory worker putting in smart alecky comment into I'll tell you what it could fortune be. cookie. You know when you see like um, uh, say for example Chinese things translated into English and they're, yeah. uh, they don't yes. quite add up. It could mm. be that. Mm -hmm. Well I think because we as we have discussed previously on this show we lack tone obviously with the written words so I thought you meant we do. No, we all. I think, I think we lack tone. We, we do on occasions, yeah. We absolutely lack tone. I've been lacking tone for ten years. But, wow, I see sarcasm here. I see mm. dead people, I also see sarcasm. Wow. It could a be A message that. from your team. <laughs> or maybe it's... That's great, tone. That's great tone. Like that. Maybe it's the fortune cookie company uh, pretending that they've got nothing to do with the message. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't us. It was, you know, it must have come from your All right, teeth. Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish I had a really tall sandwich. Shall we just race through that last that last uh, email? Oh, we had another one that was uh, just at the like 
sometimes they're just coming right at the end of the show. Mm. Hi, yeah. everyone. I thought of Frank this week when I saw a man cycling down the street backwards on a BMX with his bottom <laughs> sat on the handlebars. <laughs> wow. Whilst managing to pedal and smoke a cigarette at the same time. Goodness me. I've never wanted a person to fall off a bike more. No. Four was, exclamation marks. I was talking about Martin. normally a, a kindly man. If ever I see anyone on a bike not holding the handlebars, I so want him to fall off. Mm. I mean, and that man. Mm. I'll oh, imagine yeah. the joy of seeing him go down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, thank you very much for your emails. Have you got any thoughts on this week's show? We hope we can read them out next week. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner.